a wild weekend in Marquette at the Superior Dome, and some fantastic finishes in Battle Creek. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. Trailing by 12 with just over one minute remaining in the Division I eight-player football championship game, the odds of Martin pulling off a comeback against Inland Lakes were not very good. But then Gavin Myers threw a touchdown pass to Tegan Harris. Next, Martin recovered an onside kick, and with just five seconds to go, now Branch moves over to the right side as well. Three to the right, one to the left. Myers looks, pressure comes. He's going to go up the middle. Keeps it on the right side of the five. Dives for the end zone, and he's in! Touchdown, Martin, with five seconds to go. The Clippers have completed the comeback. That was Matt Chapkis of the MHSAA Championship Radio Network on the call as Myers ran it in from 21 yards out to give Martin a 30-26 win and a state title. In Division II, Adrian Lenaway Christian capped a perfect 13-0 season with a 36-18 win over Marion. Easton Boggs hauled in nine passes for 210 yards and three scores for the Cougars. Quarterback Sam Lutz threw for 350 yards and he added two rushing touchdowns. Marion finishes a fantastic season at 11-1. The Eagles put up more than 50 points per game on average this year. For more on both of the eight-player championship games, check out MHSAA.com. It's time for Game Balls, when we highlight a trio of standout performances from the past week. First, in the Lower Peninsula Girls Swim and Dive Championships, Ann Arbor Pioneer captured the title in Division I. It is the school's fourth straight D1 championship. In Division II, Farmington Hills Mercy is your champion. Mercy won by more than 125 points and captured the school's first swimming and diving title since 2019. And the final game ball goes to East Grand Rapids in Division III as they captured their seventh championship in girls' swim and dive in the last eight years. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with registered official Paige Winnie. For the second consecutive season, coaches will have the ability to challenge plays during the 11-player football finals. All potential scoring and turnover plays will continue to be automatically reviewed. But again this year, coaches will be allowed to challenge one play per regulation and one in overtime with some restrictions. First, a team must have a timeout available and call it to initiate a review. Second, there are a limited number of items that can be reviewed. Those include catch or no catch, ball carrier in or out of bounds, forward or backwards pass, and a handful of others. If successful, the coach will be given back the timeout. In overtime, coaches can challenge once, no matter how many overtime periods are played, and only if they have a timeout. Thanks, Paige. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, please go to the MHSAA website now to register. On the volleyball court at Kellogg Arena in Battle Creek, four champions were crowned. Let's start with Division One, where Farmington Hills Mercy dropped the first two sets to Grand Rapids Forest Hills Northern before storming back and winning in five. 
In Division Two, North Branch won its second straight title, this one in straight sets over Grand Rapids West Catholic. Division Three saw Kalamazoo Christian defeat Traverse City St. Francis in four sets. It's the first volleyball title in school history for the Comets. Holland DeVries finished with 16 kills and 27 digs in the victory. And in Division Four, after being down two sets to none in both the semifinals and finals, Clarkston Everest Collegiate won its first volleyball state title. They knocked off Leland in the title match after beating Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central in five sets in the semis. Coverage of all four divisions can be found at MHSAA.com. That wraps up the fall season here on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we will see you in the new year with the winter season in full swing. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, and it's time for game three of three today on Get Stuck on Sports from the hockey rink. This time we're at Suburban Ice Arena, home of the Eisenhower Eagles, as they'll play host to the Marysville Vikings. Marysville comes in with a record of 6-3 and three on the season. Thursday night they beat Port Huron Unified 9-1. to one. The Vikings have been doing one thing very consistently this season, score goals. In nine games they've lit the lamp 50 times. 31 goals in their last four games. And after starting the season one and two, Marysville is five and one in their last six. They've been on fire. Leading the way is uh, Ben uh, LaValle, who didn't score a single point in the first two games of the season, but since has 10 goals and 13 assists for 23 points. Last time he played was on Wednesday when he had three goals and three assists in an 8-5 win over Utica. Luke Thick has 18 points already this season on eight goals and 10 assists. And fresh off a seven-point game on Thursday, two goals and five assists, Camden Smith has 19 points on the year with eight goals and 11 assists. They've been the Vikings' big three, but Gavin Vernarski had a hat trick and five points on Thursday. He now has eight goals and 17 points on the season. Back along the defense, Trevor Wallace has 10 points, all on assists, and nine points for Colin Lone, including a couple of goals. So Marysville's been spreading the wealth and doing a, a great job, and they've been getting good goaltending, which was a question coming into the season. Would their goaltending stand up? Well, through nine games, it stood up pretty well. On the other side, you've got Eisenhower. They got off to a slow start this season. They played last night and lost to Lance Cruz Unified in overtime 4-3, uh, to three, despite having 47 shots on goal in that uh, game. And that snapped a two-game uh, winning streak for the Eagles, who, again, after a slow start, have been playing much better. They're 3-5-1 and one on the season. And they've scored 32 goals. They've given up 37. So they're about even in that department, but they've been better of late, uh, as, again, in their uh, last three games, two wins and an overtime uh, loss. 
So it'll be Eisenhower and Marysville tonight in our third and final game. If you missed it earlier, uh, Port Huron Unified lost to Utica 9-1, and uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's beat Port Huron Northern 9-2 in the two games that we had from McMorrin Arena this afternoon. Now it's an evening tilt from Suburban Ice Arena, and uh, we'll have the uh, opening face-off of our game between Marysville and Eisenhower coming up in uh, just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hi, I'm David Boganum, the proud owner of St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. I was born and raised in the Blue Water area, as were many of my sales staff. Here at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we care about your personal experience. As a family-owned dealership, we know car buying can be very stressful. When you buy a car from us, we develop a relationship that lasts longer than the car buying experience. Whether it's our new or pre-owned sales, our award-winning service, parts, or more, we are here to take care of you. So come say hello at the corner of Kearney and Fredmore Highway. No appointments needed when you come see your neighbors at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep.
Hi, this is Dennis Stuckey. I have to be honest, without Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering, there would be no StuckOnSports.com. I'm not very technical, and Andrew set up my webpage, my streaming platforms, all of the software for the games, the podcast. Well, basically, he set me up with everything a broadcaster needs. Andrew even knew the best places to get quality equipment at a fair price. Check out his site at Thompson-Engineering.com or call Andrew at 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work the blue water area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is get stuck on sports.com now let's go live to the rink with dennis stuckey Anthem is done. The starting lineups have been announced. Luke Weber will be in goal for Eisenhower, and Ryan Wynn gets the start tonight for Marysville. The uh, freshman is one and two on the season. He got the Vikings' first win of the year. Then Nick Adam uh, was in goal for four straight victories, and then Fayardo played the other night. Another freshman goalie, and in his first start, he got a win. So all three Viking goalies have picked up. Victories this season with uh, Adam leading the way with the four wins. And uh, Eisenhower also with three goaltenders. And Weber is the guy that gets the call tonight. Colin Lone back along the defense with Trevor Wallace for Marysville. And they've got Gavin Vernarski up front with Ben Lavalley and Luke Thick. And for Eisenhower, they've got Rogers and Varelli back along the defense. And up front, they've got Michael Zelenak, Jacob Sherritt, and Matt Doust. And we are ready to go. This hockey game is underway. Marysville will tap it back to the Ike line, and Rogers will break it up there. Played it back in the neutral zone, and Lone bounced it right back to Rogers. So they played tennis between the two blue lines. Now a lead feed for Sherritt, but he stopped right at the line. Now Zelenak will follow up the play. He takes it down into the corner, gets checked there. Sherritt. Takes a bump in along the boards from LaValle, and it'll be cleared out center ice by Thick. Thick couldn't catch up to the bouncing puck, though, and Doust will play it back to the Viking line. Lone, nice pass ahead. Here's Vernarski trying to carry into the zone, but his team was making a change, so he was one against four and got cut off there. Now it's Smith out at center ice for Marysville. He'll work it ahead. Lone bounces it now for Schroeder. Here's Garrett Schroeder up the right side with a shot save, made big rebound out in front and sliding across. Weber made a big stop there on Cullen Myers. Great chance for Marysville alone from the blue line with a shot and that hit his own man Smith out in front of the net. And it'll be picked up now and fired ahead by Doust back into the Viking zone. That deflected off Varelli who chases into the corner after it. Varelli now trying to play it back to the blue line to a teammate. It ended up bouncing right back to him. He gets a great chance and a save there by Wynn. The first shot he faces was a quality one. Now one from the blue line that's a little easier for him to grab off. And he'll hold it for a faceoff. After 
Kraske let one go from the left point. No score here, but chances at both ends to start the hockey game. Having not seen Eisenhower uh, play, they've had one wild game with Utica that they lost 9-6. Otherwise, it seems like they try to play it tight. Marysville, we know, likes to go. Back down into the Eagles zone. It's picked up. Vernarski right circle, but he fanned on the shot. Now moving in is the defenseman, Politowicz. He'll play it back to Vernarski along the right wing boards. He'll try to dump it in behind the net to Lavallee. Now Lavallee looking in behind the goal, trying to work his way out in front, but he was angled off. Nice defense there by Hotchkiss. And Hotchkiss now will snap one out center ice and dump it the rest of the way back down into the Marysville zone. Wallace bumps with his man, a centering feed in front of the net, picked off by Vernarski. Now Vernarski takes it along the left wing boards in his own zone. He'll sweep it cross ice. Thick will get to the loose puck. He's got some time. He'll lift it out center ice. Knocked down by Chateau. Chateau will shoot it back up over the line. Back after Wallace gets there first. Goes to Thick and he'll tap it ahead. Myers lays it out center ice. That pass will be broken up in the neutral zone and fed by Empson back in behind the Marysville goal. Chasing back after it is Lone. He gets tied up. They try to go back to the point. Held in there and played down into the corner by Jaros. And now finally getting a handle on it and skating it out center ice is Smith. Camden Smith up the left wing side with some speed. Threw one across the zone, nobody home. And it'll come back to the blue line, breaking his stick on the one-timer was Lone. Now Chateau is back the other way, but his pass missed the man. Cutting up the far side, that was Pfeifenberger, and Marysville will get a clear. And now streaking the other way is Smith trying to get around his man. Smith, one hands one off to the side of the net. Ends up in the corner. Smith will track it down there. Then he's checked neatly. That was a good defensive play by Empson. And he'll get it ahead. And Pfeifenberger will send it down into the Marysville zone. But he didn't get to center. So that'll be an icing. And we'll finally get a whistle here with 13.45 to go in the first period. We had a good stretch there right from the opening faceoff and some good chances. And one chance taken away because Lone Stick disintegrated on the shot. Bernarski in on this faceoff. Made a nice play. Got it to Thick. Here's Thick working right into the slot, right in on goal, and he fired the shot, and somehow that didn't go in. I don't know what that hit. Nosita, it looks like, maybe had it in his equipment. Um, Thick had a point-blank chance there, and I thought for sure he was going to get a goal. Now it's Politowicz shooting it into the corner, and Marysville is offside. So they'll have to come back outside the line for this faceoff. Officials discussing whether they want to make this an intentional call, but they'll bring it just outside the blue line. And again, um, play is right down in front of me. And I don't know how Thick didn't score a goal there. Doust in his own zone. Sends it across on the right side. They'll work it out center ice. Played there by Nosita back up over the line, and that actually hit the boards and caromed to the Viking net where Wynn will cover it up and hang on to it. Early on in the hockey game, we've played three minutes and 46 seconds. There's no score. But if this pace keeps up and these types of chances continue to present themselves, I think we'll see a few tonight. Marysville gets possession off the faceoff. LaValle works it up over the line, but it'll be taken away now and circling back is Rogers. 
Rogers in behind his own goal. He takes a bump from Vernarski. Gavin Vernarski trying to work him over back there. Thick to the loose puck. Left circle gives it off to Lavalley. Lavalley will feed it back on the line, but it was bouncing and it got over Lone Stick back out to center. He'll just shoot it right back in. Marysville will go for a change, and that will uh, give uh, Empson a chance to move the puck center ice. Zelenek in the neutral zone, looking for some room up the right wing side, but Smith got in his way. Politowicz has it now for the Vikings. He's checked, though, and Zelenek will dump it into the corner for Sherritt. Sherritt will take it around the Viking goal, feed it back on the left point to Rogers. Rogers the shot, and that'll be scooped up right along the ice by Wynn in the glove, and he'll hang on. 12-21 to go here in the first period. We are still goalless here from Suburban Ice Arena. Scramble right off the faceoff, and Smith couldn't find the puck. It was in his feet. Into the corner, Varelli trying to center one out in front. Came along the right wing boards. Wild shot goes wide of the net. Now it's dumped by Karaski back down deep. A couple of players bump together along the boards. The puck is underneath them, and finally dug loose by the Vikings. Long lead feed for Smith up over the line. He got around one man. Then he tried to feed one in front to Schroeder. That was blocked. Sherritt in his own zone. Has to go back with the puck all the way in behind his own goal. Chased there by Schroeder. And then he'll work it out center ice. Sherritt now lumbers his way up the left wing side. Tried to get through. He was knocked down. Play will continue, and Wallace will flip it back out center ice. Bouncing puck will be played back up over the line by Zelenik. Lone will get back for the Vikings on a delayed offside call. He'll work it ahead, and Vernarski will shovel it center ice. Lavalley trying to work up the right wing side, but it just got over the end line before he could get there, and it'll be icing. Ben's got wheels. I thought he was going to get there, but just not in time. So the faceoff comes all the way back into the Marysville zone. Greg Dockin will take the draw here for Eisenhower. He steers the puck into the corner. Thick has it pinned up in his skates, kicked it back deeper for Lone, but it was taken away. Dockin in behind the goal, trying to center one in front. That's blocked off by Wallace. Now Lone to Thick. He'll bounce it to the blue line, and it will come out center ice. Jaros has to retreat. Then his dump is blocked right back to him. He'll send it back deeper into his own zone. Gocha. Fires one ahead, and that'll roll out center ice back to the Viking line. Lone will retrieve it. Now Lone's long pass picked off in the neutral zone by Dockin. Dockin's pass hit a skate. He'll have to go back to his own blue line to get it. Play a little scrambly right now. There's a long lead pass tipped up over the line, but right to Wallace. So Trevor Wallace circles back in behind his own goal. Now he'll fire a long pass out center ice. Schroeder got as far as the Eisenhower line, taken away there, and Dockin will flip it ahead, and... It'll be dumped back down into the uh, Marysville zone. And after it is Pfeifenberger. He'll play it back to the blue line, and a shot there is blocked out in front, and it'll be fired all the way down the ice by Lone, and this will just make it for icing. Stopping play, almost seven minutes gone by here in the first period with no score. We have 10.06 to play in the first, and the early scoring opportunities, and there were several for both teams, have kind of settled down, and the play has become more scrambly as both teams try to tighten it up a little bit. 
Chateau will take the face off against Myers here. Puck came back to the blue line, but it got by the D-man, Rogers. He'll again just fire it right back into the zone and make his team tag up. In the meantime, Colin Lone will move it quickly to the line, but not out. Smith couldn't handle the pass. Two Eagles got in each other's way. And now Lone will give it to Politowicz. He'll flip it ahead, and the Vikings will get it out to center ice this time. Back at his own line, Doust plays it ahead. Pfeifenberger shoots it back in deep. Politowicz chasing after it, being chased there by Adam Morrison. Smith chopped it to the line. It didn't come out on the first try. Morrison trying to center one out in front. But again, Marysville in good position. They'll break it up, and now Smith will carry it to center. Camden Smith from the blue line will dump it down in behind the goal. First man to it is Rogers for the Eagles. They'll sweep it opposite corner now, and they'll give it away. Vernarski put it right out in front for Thick. He had two whacks at it. Vernarski trying to jam it in. And a save there by Weber on the first one, and it nearly bounced over his shoulder and in, but now it's cleared out. And there's, again, Thick in the middle of things, but not having much luck right now around the net. Vernarski to Thick back up over the line, right circle. He'll take it down in behind the goal. Luke Thick on the prowl. Slips it back into the left wing corner, Vernarski. He tried to center it back in front, but Lavalle had gone the other direction and now back the other way. This is Hasu up over the line, left circle. Wind stopped that weak shot. Another shot is right behind him, and they're saying it went in. It's down at the far end of the rink, and if that puck got over the goal line, it was just barely, but Eisenhower takes the lead. Hasu let the original shot go, but I think Nosita got the goal. If it is Nick Nosita's goal, that would be his first of the season. Eight minutes, 25 seconds, the time of the goal. So just five seconds shy of the halfway point of the first. Eisenhower goes up one to nothing. After Marysville has had a couple of really good chances, Myers took a shot that was blocked. Now they are saying Hauser scored. Hauser got the goal from Evans, and for Hauser, that's his second goal of the season. So one nothing for Eisenhower. Vikings Schroeder plays it off for Myers, and then he was checked, and then a big collision. Two Eagles went together and fell down, and that allowed Marysville to get the puck out of the zone. Kraske will bounce it from center ice back down into the Vikings zone. Trevor Wallace has it in behind his own goal. He'll slide it ahead to LaValle. LaValle will go cross ice with it now for Politowicz. He'll lead the rush up over the line, and then Kraske poked it off his stick. Zelenek going back the other way. Zelenek works his way into the left circle, dropped the pass back for Varelli. Varelli's shot is blocked, though, and back the other way comes Luke Thick. Here's Thick up the right wing side. He's got LaValle going to the net. Thick a drive, and the save made by Weber. And the rebound was there, but LaValle couldn't get to it. Held in at the line, though, Wallace. We'll roll it back into the corner. Gocha played it up the boards again. Wallace held it in, kicked the puck to Vernarski. He tried to kick it back to Wallace, but it's taken away now. And Gocha leads the rush the other way. He'll take a long shot, stick to side by Wynn. Back after it, Thick, trying to wiggle away from two white jerseys down in the corner. Now they've got it pinned up along the boards. Varelli played it back towards the blue line, but the Vikings will work at center ice. Two on one if they hurry. 
Charging up over the line is Thick with Lavelle. Thick fires, and again, Weber makes a big save, and Luke Thick is getting chance after chance and can't buy one right now. He was snake bit Thursday. He's going back to the bench, shaking his head. Going, it's you, Stucky. I scored two on Wednesday. And then you showed up, and he's had nothing but the puck following him around for chance after chance. But he can't buy one right now. Myers won the faceoff. Played the puck around the uh, boards to Politowicz. Now in the left circle. Moving up was Blanzy to try to break up the play. Smith has got it, though. He's centered in front, but that's right in the skates. Jaros, he'll circle his own net and fire it off the glass and back out to center. Colin Lone at his own line for Politowicz. He tried to move it ahead. It's still just bouncing just inside the line. Schroeder got a stick on it. Now Myers is forced to retreat. Cullen Myers will be chased all the way around the goal by Hotchkiss. Now Lone is checked. Hotchkiss down low, causing trouble right now. Beats it back on the right point. There's a long shot there that fluttered just wide of the goal as Douse let one go, and I don't think it was ever seen. Now a lead feed out to center, and here comes Camden Smith breaking in. Smith fires, and he shot it wide. Oh, the Vikings are going to be kicking themselves. 5.46 to go on this one, and they're down one to nothing, and they've had enough chances this period to have five right now. There's another turnover just inside the Marysville line. Lavallee will lead the attack now. He'll play it over the line. Lavallee into the corner for Vernarski. Left it back for Lavallee in behind the goal. Now Lavallee played it off the back of the net to himself, then chipped it all the way back to the left point to Colin Lone. He'll send it back into the corner for Lavallee. It hopped off his stick to the opposite corner. Doust has it there. He'll work it up the boards to Hotchkiss, and he'll just shoot it out center ice. Lone back after it. Lone will sweep it ahead quickly. Lavallee surveys the situation. Now he'll stick handle through a couple of players up over the line, and then finally batted away by Chateau. Here's Chateau working it back up over the Viking line, but he ran into Thick, and Thick will bounce it by Rogers back down into the Eagles zone. Now back after it is Sederic. Sederic will play it out center ice, and it'll be chopped right back into the zone. Rogers just fires it back to center where Wallace reloads. Wallace, a pass to Smith, and he's up over the line, but Vernarski was still coming out of the zone, so they blow the play dead on the offside. 4.37 to go here in a wide-open first period, and quite frankly, that Marysville's down one to nothing right now is a little surprising to me. They have had not the better of the play, but the better of the scoring chances. Politowicz will fire it back down in behind the Eisenhower goal. Back after it is Zaderic. He'll play it up the boards. It'll get to the blue line, but Wallace will hold it in. Zaderic will try again. Shovels it up the boards, and again, Wallace held it in at the left point. Spins and fires, and that's blocked in front. Picked up by Schroeder, side of the net. He tried to center one out in front. That's blocked. Now it's played by Myers. Penalty coming up here, and it's going to be against Marysville. On the delayed call... The Vikings will finally touch up, and we're going to get a high-sticking penalty called against a Marysville player, and I think it's Garrett Schroeder who's going to the box. Exactly 13 minutes, the time of the penalty. And, boy, is this a big power play right here. Eisenhower 
up one nothing, have a chance to get a two-goal lead in a game that, quite frankly, they should be down two or three goals right now. Vikings are dangerous shorthanded, though. There's a quick shot off the faceoff that is blocked up and out of play. As Hotchkiss got the opportunity there, but it was blocked. Tied up right off the faceoff. Wallace couldn't move it, and it'll come back now to the blue line. Here's Sherritt sending it over left circle, and the one-timer by Dockin was fanned on. Puck ends up in behind the goal. Centering feed Morrison back to Sherritt. Sherritt from the line with a long shot, blockered away by Wynn. Now it's centered in front again. Chateau got a good look and a good shot, and Wynn with a big save there, and he'll hang on to that one. That was a nice setup, and they got Chateau right beneath the hash marks at the bottom of the circle, and he had a good look, and he had time. But Wynn makes a big save there for Marysville. Dockin wins the faceoff. Back at the blue line, Sherritt sends it over into the right circle. Shot there is blocked as Morrison let it go. Still loose down in the corner. It'll come back to Morrison along the right wing board. Center point to Sherritt. Back to Morrison in the right circle. Moves in a little closer. Fired into a crowd, and it's blocked. And Colin Lone will pick it up and dump it back out to center. Now Sherritt shoots it back up over the line. A minute left on the man advantage. Lone got there first. Punched it in behind his own goal, but it'll be intercepted and controlled by Dockin. They'll play it back on the blue line to share it again. He'll move it to the middle of the ice, fire the shot, and again, it hit bodies out in front, never got through to the goal. Now Dockin in the left wing corner again, back to share it. Share it takes a look. Goes back to Dockin, left circle this time. He'll slide one in front, intended for Chateau, but taken away and fired the length of the ice by Vernarski. Two and a half minutes to play here in the first period. 30 seconds left on the Eisenhower power play. They lead it one to nothing. Puck back into the Eagles zone. Kraski circles back in behind his own goal. He'll slide the pass ahead now for Pfeifenberger. Pfeifenberger being pestered by Luke Thick. Gave it over to Blanzy. Blanzy will play it back up over the line, and Pfeifenberger will push it into the corner and go in after it. Five seconds left on the penalty. And again, the Vikings will take it away and bounce it to the line and out to center ice. Here's Thick racing up the right wing side, trying to center for LaValle, but it was blocked. Kraske made a good play there and took away a dangerous scoring chance. Now hustling the other way is Hotchkiss up the right wing. He's blocked off by Schroeder, who's just out of the penalty box. Thick gave his man a bump. Lone moved in to play the puck, but he fanned on it. He'll be held in and a little backhand shot. Sent towards the goal by Pfeifenberger. is gloved off by Wynn, and he'll hang on to it. And 1.38 to go here in the first period. 1-0 Eisenhower leads on a goal from Gabe Hosu. Now a shot from the blue line. Fired by Gocha. That's shouldered away by Wynn. Cullen Myers deep in the corner in his own zone. Gets some help from Politowitz. Four players back in behind the Viking goal trying to jar that puck loose. And Marysville's Myers comes out with it, and he'll tap it ahead to Smith. Smith will send it down the ice, but this will go far enough for icing. No, they waved it off. Marysville's going to get to a loose puck here. Schroeder 
Get some help from Cullen Myers just inside the blue line. They'll shovel it down into the right wing corner. Camden Smith going in after it. Gocho will play it away from him under a minute to go in the period. And the puck will finally slide out center ice. Nosita sends it down into the Viking zone, but the play is offside. 53.2 seconds to go. First period, 1-0 Eisenhower. I think this has been a pretty good period for Marysville, and if the game keeps going this way, the Vikings are going to get some goals tonight. Weber's been good here in the first period, though. Lavalley will try him. Here's Lavalley trying to cut in. Left it out in front of the net, but nobody was there yet. He had two players coming, but it was broken up and poked back to the Marysville line. Now Thick will try. Looking for some room to move. He winds it up, and here he comes. Thick charging over the line, shooting again, and a pad save. Made by Weber, and the rebound cleared back to center. Lone looks, 25 seconds left in the period. He'll send it deep. Rogers lets it slide off in behind his own goal. He'll get a return feed from his D partner back there. That's Jaros. Jaros will play it ahead for Sherritt. 12 seconds left in the period. Up the left wing side is Varelli going right to the net with a chance. Rebound, they score. With 6.7 seconds left in the period, a rebound right in front, and I think it was Zelenek. Yeah, Zelenek who bangs it in, and that's a big goal for Eisenhower. They now lead it 2-0. Michael Zelenek with his second goal of the season. This one will come at 16-53. Sherritt and Jaros got the assists. The buzzer sounds to end the first period, and it's 2-0 Eisenhower after one. We'll be back to tell you about it in just a moment. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services. Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, 
getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Well, you know, I thought Marysville played a good first period. They had several chances to score, and on a lot of nights they probably would have gotten four or five goals in the uh, first, but they're down 2 nothing because they didn't capitalize on their chances, and Gabe Hosu let a little backhand shot go off to the side of the net that trickled through win and barely got over the goal line for a goal at 8.25. Hosu's second from Aiden Evans made it one to nothing, and then with seven seconds to go in the period, it was Jacob Sherritt who had the chance. His shot off the left wing was stopped by win, but a big rebound in front for Michael Zelenek to tap in. His second of the year, Sherritt and Jay Jaros assisted at 16:53, and Eisenhower skates off. I think with a little luck, leading two to nothing in this uh, hockey game. We'll see what the second period uh, brings. Uh, in just a, a few minutes, we're at Suburban Ice Arena for our third and final game of our hockey triple header. Marysville down a couple at the end of one. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. 
We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities at affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived, is worth remembering. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Well, it's been a not fun day for the local teams uh, so far. They've been outscored in seven periods of hockey, 20-3. to PH lost 9-1 to Utica. Northern lost 9-2 to Orchard Lake St. Mary's, and after one period here, Marysville's down 2-0 to uh, Eisenhower. We'll see if the Vikings can recover the second period face-offs coming up next here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Hello, this is Ted Fitzgerald, your local Farm Bureau insurance agent, and I'm pleased to announce that our offices are once again open to serve you. Stop in and see me in person at 333 Huron Avenue in downtown Port Huron. Count on me for all your insurance needs, from auto, business, and farm, to home, life, and more. I'll make sure you have the right coverage at the right price. Give me a call at 810-984-5200 or stop by our office in downtown Port Huron. This is Ted Fitzgerald with Farm Bureau Insurance, a Michigan company. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carryout. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. 
Offices located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Frantic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right. Both teams are at full strength. In fact, we only had one penalty called in the first uh, period. Schroeder got a high-sticking call. Marysville was able to fight that penalty off late in the uh, period. See what the second period brings again. Not real worried about the score right now because I thought the Vikings were the slightly better team in the first period. They changed an assist on the second goal. They took Jaros' assist away and they gave it to somebody else. I think they said Varelli. It's really hard to pick up the PA in this building. LaValle trying to work the puck out of his own zone. Couldn't. Now a shot by Sherritt is deflected off into the corner. Lone will push it up the boards, and here's Thick. Skates around one man and speeds his way up the right wing, down the ice. Thick will circle back now, just inside the blue line. Looking for some support. Gets it from Lone, but his shot is blocked. Now down low, LaValle trying to dig it loose. Left the puck for Thick in the left wing corner. Now Thick takes a look along the left wing boards. He'll slip it back down low, LaValle. Looking for somebody in front. Takes it off to the side of the net. Now LaValle into the right wing corner. He was dumped, but play will continue. Picked up by Thick again. He'll swing it all the way around, and pinching down is Wallace. Wallace centered one out in front. That didn't get through. Held in at the blue line by Myers and then stripped away from him. And back the other way comes Zelenek. Zelenek trying to get around Lone. Zelenek ends up in the corners. His team makes changes. There's a man loose in the slot, and a shot and win knocks that one away as Blasny came off the bench and had a good opportunity. It's a tricky change here in the second period because the offensive teams, their benches are actually halfway in the D zone. The middle of the bench is the blue line. So guys can come right off the bench and be right in the attacking zone. Here's Smith going the other way. He's centering feet, blocked off into the corner. Myers will send it right side to Smith again. Camden Smith working in the right wing corner, tried to throw one in front. Instead, it's blocked and hammered back out center ice. Lone right in front of the penalty box will break up that play. He'll go to Smith. Smith will work it up over the line, and then it's tapped right back out to center. Schroeder wanted to make sure he didn't touch that puck for too many men on the ice, and by waiting, it's taken away now. 
And Epson will send one wide of the port here, or the Marysville goal, and now trying to walk it in front. Oh, a great chance and win. Made a big stop there, point blank. He had Blanzi, who's had two big chances in the period already, and he made a big save there. Schroeder over the line with Myers. Pass didn't get through, taken away by Hotchkiss. Hotchkiss will lay it off now, and they'll get it out center ice. Wallace. Takes a look, and he's going to carry it back up over the line now. Wallace got by a man, right in on goal, and his shot was deflected up over top of the net. Vernarski will keep it in and play it into the corner now. Here is Lavalley. Lavalley sends it in behind the goal. Vernarski trying to center it out in front, but that's broken up, and then it's tapped by Wallace back out center ice. Charging up the right wing. Here comes Blanzi again. Puck following him around. Takes another shot that's patted off into the corner by Wynn. And now back the other way, Thick gets it to Vernarski. He was dumped down, and now they will call a penalty. It's going to say the officials have been letting it go on the delayed call. Thick is on the move, win to the bench for the extra attacker. And Thick along the wall is finally stopped, and they'll touch up, and play will be whistled down. And Marysville will get a chance on the power play. And win here in the second has had to make two or three stops all on Blanzy. And speak of the devil, he's the man getting the penalty. I said Marysville played well in the first, but if they give up the goal to make it 3-0, they might be in a little bit of trouble then. Eisenhower has picked up their pace to start this second period. 3.31, the time of this penalty. Let's see if it can get the Vikings going. Renarski won the faceoff. It comes to Politowicz, top of the left circle. He'll try a shot that's blocked in behind the goal to Lavalley. Now Lavalley will send it right circle to Thick. Back to Lavalley. Down in behind the goal, twisting and spinning there. He'll carry back up the right wing boards and set things up. He'll give it to Thick. Thick will skate it back out to the right point. Now he'll move across to the left point. Thick. Twisting and spinning along the left wing board. Sends it to Wallace at the right point. Wallace down low to Lavalley. Lavalley let it slide in behind the goal. Vernarski trying to get to it. Gave his man a bump in along the boards. Now Lavalley will move in and help out. They'll try to outnumber the Eisenhower defenders. Puck popped up in the air. Politowicz trying to hold it in at the blue line, and he couldn't. That was a good play as it's played by Morrison back out center ice. And now a whistle stopping a play as they're saying uh, Pfeifenberger was offside on the far side. But so far, Eisenhower not giving Marysville uh, a look here on the power play. They had possession, but again, everything was around the perimeter. 107 left on the man advantage. Faceoff is controlled by Varelli, and he'll send it back down in behind the Marysville goal. Colin Lone back after it. Lone will tap it ahead now for Camden Smith, and he'll wind up and start out. Smith crosses the ice and goes left side, dumps it down in behind the goal. First man to it, Rogers gave it away. Politowicz hit the referee trying to send it down to a teammate in the corner, and that will allow the Eagles to get it out center ice. Bad luck there. Now Smith will try again. Smith circles all the way back to his own line. Half a minute left on the power play. Lead feed, Schroeder up over the line. Garrett Schroeder into the right wing corner. Centering feed for Myers didn't get through. Lone will pinch down, but it's past him, and it'll get back into the Viking zone. 
Now just 15 seconds left on the advantage as Politowicz leaves it off for Smith and he'll start the rush out. Here is Smith to center. He got stopped. Now Lavalley is tied up. Penalty will expire as uh, they'll battle right in front of the penalty box door. And the Eagles back at full strength as Lone will tap it back into the Eisenhower zone. Thick going back after it. He'll bump with Kraske down low. It comes back on the line. Shot from the point by Wallace is blocked. Ends up off to the side of the net. It's bouncing around. Nobody can get a clean handle on it. Another Viking player gets dumped there. The play will continue. And Lone finally tracks it down and has to tap it back to his own line to Wallace. He'll fire one ahead and Lavalley will tip it into the zone and go chasing after it. Ben Lavalley bumping with Rogers down low. Rogers stayed strong on that puck. Kicks it ahead now and he'll chip it to the line where Lone will try to hold it in. But again, it comes out center ice. So again, Marysville has to reset. Wallace, long stretch pass ahead. And here's Lavalley trying to work into the zone. But it hopped on him a little bit. So now he'll send it across, and Wallace is in. Wallace left the pass back for Thick, just not enough on it. Thick will track it down, though, and keep it in the zone. He'll fire it back deep into the corner, but Marysville's making changes here. Their defense will try to hold him up just inside the line, and now it will come out center ice. Myers back up over the line with Smith. Myers in deep, throwing right into the goal crease, and that'll be swept away. Now Lone from the right point with a shot, and Weber got a piece of that and knocked it down. Wallace will send it back down in behind the goal. Smith trying to work out of the left wing corner. Getting some help now from Cullen Myers. Smith off to the side of the net. Walked it right in front. Took two whacks at it. And Weber knocked them both away. It ends up back in the corner. Somebody's broken his stick. I think it's an Eisenhower player. They got a defenseman in front of the net with no stick. Marysville trying to take advantage. Here's Schroeder on the backhand. And he slid that one wide of the goal. Noceda will get to the loose puck. He banged it to the line. And Lone couldn't hold it in. A delayed offsides here. Marysville tags up quickly, though. There's a long stretch pass that's going to miss everybody and go for icing against Eisenhower with 9.37 to go here in the second period, and suddenly Marysville has come back to life. They're attacking, but this period, unlike the first period, they're not getting any clean swipes at it. Everything's contested in the first period, especially the first half of the first period. Boy, they were getting some point-blank looks. But Weber's been tough. LaValle working along the left wing boards, trying to work out in front. Fired a shot, and Weber knocked that one away with the shoulder. In behind the goal, Thick tapped it up the boards to Politowicz, who moves in deep. Politowicz trying to dump it in behind the goal where LaValle is standing wide open. But it'll be chopped away. Vernarski, though, will steal it back. He'll fire a shot up high, and that's off the glass. Rebound Thick out near the right point. Back in behind the net for LaValle. Ben tried to slip one in front to Vernarski, but that was intercepted on a a good play by Zelenek, and then he made a bad play and flipped the puck up over the glass, keeping the faceoff in the Eisenhower zone. 2-0, Eagles lead it. Both the goals came in the first period. Marysville short some guys again uh, tonight. No uh, Brody Tuffin in this one. Trembath is uh, missing. Haven't called out Swiss's name either. So they're not at full strength here. 
LaValle's pass, missed Vernarski. No icing here, though. So chasing back after it, Jaros will just hammer it off the boards back out, and Lone, trying to dump it back up over the line, shot it into his own bench. That will stop play. Gonna have the faceoff right out at the center circle. The Eagles will control the faceoff. Jaros sweeping one to Rogers, and he'll play it ahead now. Blanzi works it back up over the line. Took the shot and a save by Wynn. There was a big rebound there, and it hopped over Hotchkiss's stick. Break there for Marysville. Hotchkiss will. Put it back in behind the goal. Leaves it there for Blanzy. Blanzy is swarmed and couldn't get in front. Now Dockin will feed it back on the blue line. Long shot by Jaros, and it got through, and they score. Jay Jaros fired one through traffic. It hit the blocker of win and popped up over his shoulder and in. And they haven't scored any pretty goals, but they're not throwing any of them back. And it's... 3-0, that's Jaros's second goal of the season. 8.52, the time of the goal, and now Marysville in a hole. They're down 3-0. See how they respond here. Charging back up O-line is docking. He's got a man with him. Oh, and Wynn made a big save there. Blanzi and Hotchkiss got the assist, but uh, right after that, a point-blank chance. I think that was uh, Morrison up the uh, left side, and he had a good look, and uh, that was maybe Wynn's best save of the game right there to keep it 3-0. But Marysville's got to get on the attack here. Chateau will face Thick here on the faceoff. Pfeifenberger played it back to the blue line, and then the shot from the point was blocked back into the corner. Wallace flipped it to the line, but not out. Fired there by uh, Zaderic. Up over the goal. Lone will get to it now for Marysville. He'll give it to Wallace. Wallace will bounce it ahead. And now LaValle lost it to Pfeifenberger. Pfeifenberger sends it back down in behind the goal. Marysville pinned up right now. And I think Eisenhower smelling a little blood at the moment. There's a shot from the line that deflects up over top of the goal. Pfeifenberger with a backhand try. And the save is made, but play had been whistled down. Somebody touched it with a high stick. And so they're going to stop playing, I believe, bring the face off outside the zone. They might take this one all the way down. Yep, they're going to take it all the way down. So a break from Marysville. They'll get an offensive zone face off after being pinned up the last couple of minutes. They're down 3 nothing. Cullen Myers will take the face off here for the Vikings. Off to the right of Weber. 
in the Eisenhower goal. Smith trying to dig it out of skates. Went back to Politowicz. He'll go back to Smith. His pass was blocked. Vikings can't get anything through at this moment. Now they get it to Myers, and he'll fire one up high and wide of the goal. Lone's going to pinch, but it's by him and out to center ice. Look out. Here's a chance. Streaking the other way is Evans with a backhand try, and the save made by Wynn, who now really has to shut the door on him. It would be tough if Marysville gave up a fourth goal right now. Smith will play it out center ice, and it'll get tapped right back to him, so this time he'll try to skate ahead with it. Camden Smith up the left wing side and over the line. Got around one man. Got around a second man. Right in that goal. Smith, the backhand try and the save by Weber. And the puck ends up down in behind the goal. Doug loose. It comes back out to Thick. Thick now circling out back near the blue line. Takes it into the left circle. Here is Thick in behind the goal. Thick going for a little skate. Sends it back to Wallace at the right point with a drive. Knocked down in front. Didn't get through. Camden Smith with the chance. Boy, did he just walk through everybody a moment ago and couldn't finish the deal. Marysville has had their chances. They're just snake bit right now. Here's Thick with a try, and his shot is blocked off to the side of the goal. Penalty coming up against Eisenhower. Wynn will head to the bench for an extra attacker. In the meantime, Lavallee's got the puck. Here's Lavallee down in behind the goal, trying to get something set up. Lavallee will get double teamed, and they'll finally touch the puck and stop play, but with 5.38 to go here in the second, Marysville will go on the power play, and boy, could they use a strike here. Oh, did Camden Smith just undress a couple of guys? They're looking for their jock straps up in the ceiling, but when he got in on Weber, he couldn't fool him. Doust got the penalty. Now the Vikings stalling for a second here so that uh, the guys they want out on the power play were kind of out on the ice the shift before. Vernarski won the faceoff. Lavallee into the right wing corner. Leaves it for Vernarski. He'll send it back center point to Wallace. Wallace will send it to Politowitz in the left circle. Now they go side of the net for Lavallee. Comes back to Colin Lone. His shot is blockered away by Weber. Now in behind his own goal, Varelli will wrap it around, but holding it in at the right point is Wallace. He'll send it left point to Lone. Lone takes a look. Down in the corner it goes to Lavallee. Lavallee tried to hit Thick, cutting in on the far side. That didn't work. Thick's got the puck, though. He'll go back to Lavallee down low in the corner. Lavallee put it right out in front looking for Vernarski, and it was tipped away at the last second. And now it'll be played out center ice. Short-handed. Gocha with a shot, and that's knocked away. On the shoulder by Wynn, 110 left on the man advantage as Marysville gets possession again and starts out. Here's Thick with room up the left wing. He's got Lavallee with him. Thick sauces across. Lavallee right in on goal. He scores! Ben Lavallee went right up under the crossbar and snipes his 11th goal of the year, and the Vikings strike on the power play. And that cuts it to 3-1. To and a nice little sauce pass by Thick. You could just kind of see that one developing, and you knew that if it got to LaValle, Marysville was in business. So LaValle's 11th. Thick will get one assist, 12-22, the time of the power play goal. 
And the Vikings are on the board down 3-1 with 4.38 to play here in the second. Politowicz back in his own zone. We'll circle the goal. And then he was stopped by his own teammate, Lavalle. blew a tire and went down and blocked that puck from coming out of the zone. There's a long shot covered by Wynn. No, it trickled off him and hit the goal post. It was laying there for a second. Vernarski got the second assist on that goal a moment ago, and then they nearly gave it back. As, um, that one just trickled off Wynn's side, and it lay there at the side of the goal post. Down in behind the Marysville goal. Lone trying to dig the puck loose, but Blanzy will take it away. Blanzy now for Hotchkiss, right wing corner. He'll scoop it up the wall, and that uh, touched the uh, webbing above the glass, and so it's out of play. There's only seating on one side here at Suburban Ice Arena, and above the glass, all the way down the rink, they've got extra netting to uh, stop the puck from getting in and hitting spectators. Got to basically put one in the rafters to get it out of play on this side. And then that situation, it hit the netting out of play. They made an announcement, but again, I couldn't uh, hear what they said. There's another shot from the line, gobbled up by Wynn. Pfeifenberger was looking for a rebound that never came. Chateau will take the face off uh, here. 3.19 to go in the second. Marysville has finally gotten on the board. They're down 3-1. to one. Imperative that uh, they don't get scored on again here before this period ends. And uh, if they can get another one back, that would be even better for them. Smith's pass. Broken up, but he'll get it back again. Here's Smith charging up the left wing side. He has Myers with him. Smith tried to cut to the middle, and they poke it off his stick back out to center. Colin Lone, his pass is intercepted and brought back into the zone offside by Morrison. From time to time, one team will get the edge on the other team and kind of cycle it around in their zone. But otherwise, the play has been scrambly. Marysville's at their best when they've got some room through the neutral zone, and Eisenhower's trying to not allow that to happen. Here's Lavalle in his own zone now. He'll tap one ahead. Boy, he just missed thick. Would have sprung him for a breakaway, and instead it'll be an icing call. They're about an inch off on that pass. A thick streaming up the center. And uh, he would have been loose if he could have gotten to that. Instead, face off down in the Marysville zone to the right of Ryan Wynn. Thicken against Zelenek, but Zelenek might get tossed out of the face off here. He's pleading his case. Now they drop the puck, and Thick wins the draw. Wallace had it, lost it. Look out. 
It ends up in back of the uh, goal as Fanning on a turnaround shot was Varelli. Now Vernarski, long stretch pass ahead. Here's Lavalley trying to work in. Dropped it for thick, and it was just chopped off his stick. Bouncing puck, one back by Lavalley. Lavalley right circle from a sharp angle. Tried to get one in front to Vernarski, and it didn't work. Now Politowicz trying to pinch in at the line, and he couldn't hold it in. We'll come back out center ice. Here is Sherritt up over the line. Moved into the middle of the ice and fired a shot that's kicked away by Wynn. Now Thick will tap it ahead. Lavalley back for Thick. Thick with speed. Got around one man. Thick up over the line into the right circle. And then finally it was taken away from him. And now Sherritt moves back the other way. He's got a man with him. Here's Sherritt up the left wing side. Firing save made. Big rebound. And Zelenek skated right by it. And now Schroeder gets it ahead for Cullen Myers. He stopped in the neutral zone. So Sherritt will turn and come back the other way. Up the right wing, Sherritt takes it off in behind the Viking goal. Pushes it to the other side. Centered for Zelenak, and it's off his stick. And now Schroeder will leave it for Smith. Camden Smith will try the right wing side now. Trying to get around his man. Trying to cut to the net. Put it right through the goal crease. And out the other side, Myers was there. Couldn't find it. Now it's Smith again. Tries from the left circle with a shot. He scored! Oh, that one had eyes. And a soft goal given up by Weber. We're not used to that, but the Vikings are right back in it with 119 to go in the second. Camden Smith's ninth of the year makes it 3-2. to two. Fifteen forty-one, the time of the Smith goal. And Marysville needed that. All the great chances that they've had in the game and there's one from a sharp angle that uh, looked like it just banked in off the side of Weber and into the net. Now Smith looking for more. He'll send one in on goal. Knocked away by Weber. Rebound cleared to the line and pass Politowitz out to center. Colin Lone will get it and shoot it right back up into the zone. So down 3-0. Marysville has battled back to make it a 3-2 game. Out at center is Blanzy. His pass is blocked by Politowicz. Makes a nice play ahead to Vernarski. Now Vernarski carries up over the line. Myers got the only assist on the uh, Smith goal. And 15-41. Tap back down into the Viking zone now. Blanzy and Politowicz battling for it. Blanzy came up with it. Oh, he set up his man right out in front. That was docking point blank, and Wynn makes a huge save with 29 seconds to go here in the second period. Well, I think Ryan Wynn would tell you that the three goals he's given up uh, tonight are not good goals. But in his defense, since Marysville has been battling back into the game, he's been good. And he's made some big saves. And a moment ago, it was uh, Weber that led in kind of a soft goal. Puck will be cleared out to center, and the Vikings are on the prowl again. Here's Thick up the left wing side. Over the line, he blew a tire down in the corner. Gets right back up again. Tried to feed it back to Wallace at the point, but it's broken up. Now through center, Morrison carries over the line. He takes a shot, blocked by Lone. Morrison got to it, fed it back on the uh, blue line. It'll be picked up now and sent towards the net by Chateau, but... That'll be blocked by Lone, and the buzzer will sound to end the period. Marysville was down 3-0, but they've battled back. It's 3-2 after 2 here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. 
Ted's is family-friendly with menu options for everyone, and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street, just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 when you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play -play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, welcome back uh, here. It is a 3-2 uh, to two hockey game after uh, two periods of uh, play. And uh, a couple of housekeeping notes. They changed an assist on the first Marysville goal from Vernarski to Wallace. And on that play, Lavalley, his goal was his 100th career point. And that was the announcement that they uh, made. So congratulations to Ben Lavalley. But more importantly, the Vikings were down 3 nothing, and now it's a 3-2 to two hockey game. Uh, it was Hasu who scored in the first period from Aiden Evans at 8.25 to make it one to nothing, and then Zelenik got a goal with seven seconds left in the period from Sherritt and uh, Varelli, and it was 2-0 Ike after one. Jay Jaros made it 3-0, 8.52 into the second from Blanzy and Hotchkiss, and things weren't looking good. Marysville got the power play goal by Lavalle, his 11th of the season and his 100th career point from Thick and Wallace at 12:22 to make it a three-to-one game, and then Camden Smith fired home his ninth goal of the year from Cullen Myers at 15:41 to make it a three-to-two hockey game, and that's your score. 
through two periods of play. Take a break and be back with more. We're in the second intermission. Vikings down a goal here on GetStuckOnSports.com. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Every day you face uncertainty, but it's good to know you have friends to help you. Hi, I'm Ted Fitzgerald, your Farm Bureau insurance agent in downtown Port Huron. My staff and I will give you the professional help you need to bring peace of mind to your life. Is your home properly protected? Could you be saving money on your car insurance? Will your family be taken care of if something should happen to you? As your insurance advisor, I'm here to help. Visit me at 333 Huron Avenue or give me a call at 810-984-5200. We're Farm Bureau Insurance, a Michigan company. Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities at affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived, is worth remembering. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. They brought out two Zambonis, so they're getting this resurfaced done real quick. Let's grab another break, and then we'll be back with the start of the third period. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier-to-maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. 
Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction, experienced and trustworthy. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Kinetico. Call us at 800-848-5150. Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, welcome back. Should be an interesting third period here. It's now a 3-2 hockey game. Midway through this game, Ike was up 3-0. Even though Marysville really wasn't playing a bad game, but... uh, the Vikings came to life there late. And they got themselves a, a couple of uh, goals to get back in this one. You know, I'm watching Marysville here skate around. They've got Trembath, Medley, and Greaves on the bench, and uh, none of them have taken a shift in the game here tonight. There's no Brody Tuffin tonight. And there are no Swiss. I don't see Nick Swiss anywhere on the bench. But So they've got three guys down there that uh, they haven't played a shift yet. They have really shortened the uh, the bench. They're playing Thick, Lavalley, Vernarski, and uh, Smith, Myers, and Schroeder a lot. And for good reason, too. Those two lines have played very well. And they've basically played just three defensemen tonight. It's been Lone Wallace and uh, Politowitz. And nobody else has uh, taken a shift back there on D. So they've really shortened the bench. They've pulled back to within a goal. Here's Sherritt trying to work up over the line. His centering feet is blocked. And here comes Luke Thick on the move again. Thick steaming up over the line. 
Lost his footing following up on the play. Vernarski pushed it right into the goal crease. Knocked away, and it ends up in behind the goal. Weber ended up having to make a save there on kind of a broken play. Vernarski in back of the net trying to get loose. Was tied up, though. That was a good play that time by Sederic, and he'll work it out center ice. Now Varelli tapped it back into the Marysville zone, and it'll be played there by Wallace. Wallace, a long pass, and that will miss everybody and go for icing. Vikings do love those stretch passes. When they work, they get, obviously, some great scoring chances, but a lot of times it just results in an icing and a face-off in your own zone. Myers will take the draw here. We'll come back on the blue line. And a shot is blocked wide of the goal. Schroeder will chip it out center ice. Smith giving chase. Camden Smith trying to get there. Doust trying to block him off, and they're going to call it icing. Doust really didn't go back after the uh, puck very hard. He kind of laid up and tried to block Smith from getting by. And I thought they might wave that icing off. Early on here in the third, off to a slow start. 15-59 to go. It's 3-2. Eisenhower leads Marysville. Shot goes wide of the Viking net. It's picked up by Camden Smith. He's checked right away, though, by Dockin, who will shoot it back down in behind the Viking goal. Big collision back behind the net. Politowicz knocked his man down. And now Smith trying to work it out over the blue line. Lost his stick, and the puck ended up, I think, bouncing up into the bench. Yes, it did. They're discussing what to do with the faceoff, and it looks like it's going to stay in the Marysville zone off to the left of Wynn. Chateau in against Myers. Chateau won this faceoff. Back on the line, though. Smith got over to knock the puck away and back out to center ice. Rogers will scoop it back up over the line. It'll come out center ice. It bounced away from Kraske. It's bouncing away from everybody right now. Lone will try. Lone sweeps it up the left wing side. Lavalle trying to race onto it, but it'll be covered up, and Kraske will play it back out center ice again. Now it's Chateau up the left side. He threw one across the Viking zone. That'll be intercepted by Vernarski. It came to the line, but not out. So Lone will have to go back deep and retrieve the puck here. He'll try the right wing side. Lavalle tipped it ahead and just missed thick with the pass. Sederic back into his own zone will bang it back out center ice. So Lavalle circles back in behind his own goal. Then he tried to make a move. I don't know. The Vikings didn't get their skates sharpened before the game, but they're starting to blow a lot of tires here. Kraske ends up with the puck back at his own blue line. He'll drop it back. Sederic will play it ahead. Just off the bench is Evans. He'll tap it down into the corner for Morrison. He'll take it in behind the Viking goal, and then he got bumped off the puck. By Vernarski. Delayed offside here. Lone will finally clear the zone, and it'll be fired right back up over the line by Evans. Politowicz back after it. Now Politowicz. Karam's one out to center, and here's Thick on the move. He's got a man with him. Myers going to the net. The shot by Thick was knocked away by Weber. He didn't get much on that one. And now it'll be played back out center ice by 
No, Sita taken away. Thick back up over the line. Fired a shot there, and that's off the glove of Weber and just wide of the goal. Thick center right out in front. Oh, what a chance for Myers, and what a great save there by Weber. Oh, Myers point blank, 10 feet in front of the net, and he let it go immediately. And Weber made a great stop and no rebound. That was the other important thing about that. So now we're going to face off to Weber's right. Off the draw, the puck will be wheeled around the boards, and Varelli will pick it up on the left wing side. He'll bang it center ice. Sherritt up the left wing side, and he's cut off by Wallace. Now Sherritt swings it back down in behind the goal. Varelli trying to get there and work it in front. Send it back to Sherritt. The puck popped up in the air. He had to glove it down to the ice. Now Sherritt right circle. Going for a little skate. Fires one off the side of the goal. Picks it up in the left wing corner. Puck following Sherritt around right now. He'll feed it back to the blue line. That pass will be broken up. And then it came right in front to Varelli with a drive. And they score on the rebound. Wynn made the first save. And the rebound was laying right at the side of the net. And that time, I believe, Nosita swats it in. He was in the right place at the right time. Or was that Zelenek again? That's going to be Zelenek's second goal of the game, and they've both been on similar rebound plays. And that's a big goal for Ike. 3.45 into this third period. They take a two-goal lead again. It's 4-2. to two. They gave Rodgers the second assist on the goal, along with uh, Sherritt, who took the original shot. And now the Vikings are down by uh, two again. And we'll have to continue to try to fight back into this game. There's a chance, and Wynn knocked that one away. And now Marysville's Vernarski will feed one ahead. Kicked over the line by Thick. He'll get to it. Thick right circle. Takes it around the goal now. Luke Thick again going for a little skate. Chipped it back to Lone. Lone will feed it in deep. Here's Lavalley, side of the net. Lavalley back in front, and Vernarski fanned on it. And that'll come back out center ice. Myers. Scoops it ahead, tried to skate onto it. He was stopped, but now Politowicz has the puck. He'll carry up over the line. Politowicz sends one in on goal. That's kicked away by Weber. Big rebound to Schroeder. Schroeder in the left circle. Plays it in deep now for Lavalley in behind the goal. Here is Ben Lavalley. He tried a wraparound play, and that one was blocked off by Weber. Now it'll come back to Wallace. Wallace will feed one in front. That's blocked, and look out, racing back the other way now and trying to work his way over the line is Dockin. Dockin ends up down in the corner. He'll be tied up by Myers. Myers got the puck loose. Then it was in his skates, and it's taken back by Hotchkiss. Hotchkiss centering feed, blocked by Smith, but it didn't come out. And a shot from the point deflects in. It came back to Gocha, and he fired it. And I don't know if it hit a Ike player or a Marysville player, but it deflected up high into the net, and now it's 5-2. to two. And for the second time tonight, Marysville is down by three. 5.24 will be the time of the goal. Gocha took the original shot. And we'll just have to wait to see who that went in off of. The 
There have been a lot of funky goals scored in this one. No chance for Win. He was looking for a low shot, and all of a sudden, it caromed up under the bar. Hotchkiss is getting credit for the uh, goal. His fourth of the year, Sawyer Hotchkiss from Gocha. And 5-24. And now it's 5-2. Just over 11 minutes to go here in the third period. Lasney tried to center one out in front. That'll be broken up. Right at the Marysville line, it was gloved, and that's going to stop play. And bring the face off outside the zone. Well, the Vikings were down 3 0 in the second. Battled back to cut it to 3 2. But here in the third, Ike has struck twice in the first five and a half minutes of the period to regain the three goal lead. Chateau won the face off. He'll rattle around the boards in his own zone, but it'll be held in by Schroeder. Garrett Schroeder played it back on the line. Colin Lone's shot is blocked. Now working down into the corner trying to get to the uh, loose uh, puck is Swiss. This is his first shift of the game. He'll play it back down in behind the net. Rogers trying to get to it, pressured by Myers. And now it'll be played ahead for Chateau. He'll get to center and shoot it in deep. So Marysville had really shortened the bench, and now we see one of the guys who we haven't seen throughout the game yet. Schroeder battling down low in his own zone. Looking for help from Lone in the corner. Vikings need possession. They're pinned up down deep in their own zone. Morrison will finally dig it loose and take it in behind the goal. Centering feet came back on the line and a long shot there is blocked out in front by Lone. But again, the Eagles get to the loose puck. They'll dump it in deep. Chateau with the elbow up high there. Missed the hit on uh, Wallace and uh, that probably kept him from getting a penalty there. It'll come all the way back to the blue line and unable to hold it in cleanly was Rogers, and he'll play it back in on the offside. 9.50 to go, and Marysville's got to get busy here. Face off just outside the Viking blue line. Thick will go in against Zelenek, who won the face off. But fanning on it at center ice was doused. Vernarski now. His pass was blocked in the neutral zone. Thick had a stick on it. Wallace had to bump into Jaros, who managed to flip that one in deep, but it'll be covered up by Wynn, and he'll hang on to it, and we'll get a face-off down in the Viking zone. 9.33 to go here in the third. Kind of shaking my head about this one because up until the third period, I think Eisenhower's playing good here in the third period. But for the first two periods, I thought Marysville was the better team. And they were kind of unlucky to be down. Now the play has been touched up by Eisenhower. And Doust is getting a penalty here. I didn't see this. This is way away from the play, but he's going for roughing. And Marysville's going to get a power play. It was the power play that got the Vikings going in the second. They're one for two on the man advantage in the game, and they'll get an opportunity here. 
to try to get back to within striking distance. Starts with the faceoff. Renarski will take the draw. And Kraski will get the puck, and he'll push it out center ice. Selenik chasing after it. Thick will have to come back into his own zone and gather it in. Now Thick races it through center. He's on the move. Thick dangles up the right side and takes it down in behind the goal. Thick works it into the left circle. Still has it. Now he works it into the slot. Now he tried to slip it down low to LaValle, but it's broken up and fed back out center ice. Wallace has got it. He'll get it to LaValle up the right wing side. LaValle sends it in for Vernarski with a shot, and that's blocked. Vernarski trying to tuck it back in front. Wallace goes deep into the corner, feeds it back now for Thick. Thick top of the right circle, sent a shot in, and that hit his own man out in front of the net. Comes right back to Thick, though. Again, working along the right wing boards with it. Luke Thick will send it in deep for Vernarski. Bernarski, right wing corner, surveys the situation. Back across LaValle, left circle. Now LaValle looking. Minute left on the power play. Here's LaValle with a shot, and he sent that one just wide of the goal. At the line, it took a funny hop and came out to center ice. Lone's got it. Waits for his team to get back onside and then plays it ahead for Wallace. Wallace flips it up over the line, and they're going to call it offside. They said LaValle was in ahead of the play. And now just 48 seconds left on the Viking power play and 8.13 to go. In the third period, Marysville's down 5-2. Faceoff will be just outside the Eisenhower blue line. Now Myers comes out with Smith and Schroeder. Politowitz and Lone, the power play unit here. Jaros at the left point took a shot blocked by Myers. He didn't see the puck. Politowitz will get to it. He'll shovel it up the boards, but it'll get tapped right back in behind the Viking net. Half minute left on the power play and Lone's pass. Intercepted at center by Jaros, and he'll send it right back down into the Viking zone again. Colin Lone back after it, side of his own net. Now he'll swing out from behind the goal and feed it ahead for Myers. Myers on the move now, trying to work up the left wing side. Took it up over the line, but Dockin stayed right with him and took it away. That was a good play by Dockin, and he'll fire it down the ice, and that'll kill off the rest of the penalty. Marysville one for three on the power play, and now just 7.25 to go here in the third. Vikings down by three as Camden Smith will try the right wing side. Went to cut in the middle, and it was taken away by Chateau, and Chateau now will chip it off the boards and chase after it. Politowitz got back to knock that away from him, and the Vikings will come out with it. Thick. He keeps that motor running up over the line. Took the shot, but it went wide of the goal. Schroeder trying to get to the loose puck, but it'll come out center ice. Marysville was making a change, and the defenseman couldn't move up in time, and now the play will be offside right at the Eisenhower line. Seven minutes to go here in the third. Again, I say never say never. Last weekend, Northern was down 3-0 with under two minutes to go in the game, and they won in regulation 4-3 against Plymouth. And I know Marysville's got the firepower for it. Do they have the gas, though? They look a little tired right now at this stage of the game. It's down in behind the goal of Alley trying to cause a turnover, but they'll get it out. And up the left wing side now comes Morrison. Morrison feathers one right out in front, and cutting right in on goal was... Feifenberger, and that was a big stop by Wynn. 
Now it's Thick back the other way. Thick trying to cut in, tried to go short side, and Weber wouldn't give up the post at the line. Wallace trying to hold it in, but it'll come back out center ice. Pfeifenberger will send it back down into the Marysville zone. He threw one off to the side of the net. Chateau goes in after it. He's checked. And so here's Luke Thick again. He'll fire a long stretch pass ahead, trying to spring LaValle. That'll go right to the net, and Weber, taking no chances, is going to cover this one up and hold on to it. So we're going to face off to the right of the Eagles goaltender with 6.06 to go here in the third. Zelnick and Hotchkiss with goals about a minute and a half apart this period. And that has really changed the outlook on this one. Now Myers drops it back for Camden Smith. He'll carry up the left wing side over the line. Smith with a little toe drag move, but he fanned on the shot. Schroeder in behind the goal is bumped, but he allows Smith to get to the puck. Smith fed it back on the line. Nobody home for Marysville. Wallace will play it at his own line to Lone. Lone works it ahead. Myers trying to work up over the line, and it just hopped off his stick, and it'll be played all the way back down by Evans into the Vikings zone. Zelenik played it back in behind the goal. Centering feed will be picked off, and Camden Smith will try his luck again. He's one against four right now, but now he gets some help off the bench. LaValle charging in with him. Smith into the corner, goes to LaValle, left side of the goal. Now LaValle trying to center it out in front, got tied up, but Thick comes up with it in behind the net. Thick is pinned to the boards, but still working hard. Thick will kick it loose to LaValle, back to Thick. He hit the back of the net trying to center it. Vikings are all around it, but can't settle it. Smith will hold it in. Back into the corner for LaValle. Thick will help him out. They're two on one in the corner, and LaValle comes out with the puck. Now LaValle tried to jam it in at the side, and that's blocked. Thick will pick it up in behind the goal. They're buzzing all around the net, but they're not getting any clean chances. Here's Thick. Back to LaValle, down behind the goal line. He'll bounce it to Vernarski now in the left circle. Gavin Vernarski spins, took a shot. That was blocked out in front, and finally Eisenhower will get a clear. And Wallace will chase back into his own zone with 4.20 to go here in the third. Wallace will flip it ahead. Here's LaValle just outside the line. Sent one across now for Thick, and he had to turn back to center ice to regather it. Goes back to LaValle. Back for Thick. Thick up over the line, but Sherritt came back and made a good play. And that'll be broken up and played out center ice by Zelenak. Vernarski in the neutral zone. To Myers, back to Vernarski. He'll charge up over the line. Gavin Vernarski shooting one in the save made by Weber. And he'll hang on to it with 3.55 to go here in the third. Vikings down three, five to two. They've continued to work hard, but quite frankly, they haven't had a whole lot of luck in this game. Myers will face Zelenik here on the faceoff. Zelenik cleared it into the corner. Gocha played it up the boards. Knocked down by Camden Smith. Left wing corner, he tried to center for Schroeder, and that's broken up. Schroeder got it back, played it back on the line. Lone shot is blocked. Myers trying to settle a bouncing puck, and that's taken away by Sherritt. Sherritt feeds it up the right wing side. Here's Zelenek looking for his third goal, but his shot is blocked, never got through. Politowicz took it away. Myers played it to the line, but somehow it didn't come out of the zone. Politowicz has to go back in behind his own goal. 
He battles down low with Zelenik. Zelenik now trying to work one out in front. Blocked by Smith. Picked up by Sherritt. Sherritt trying to work out in front. He got knocked down. And Lone comes out with the puck. Three Vikings to center. Three on two if they hurry. Lone up the right wing side. Took the shot. Big rebound out in front. Schroeder with a backhand shot. and was blocked. Now Lone walks it in front with a backhand try. And Weber makes the save and no rebound. With Smith standing right on the doorstep. And look out. A lot of pushing and shoving and then a cross-check there by the Eisenhower player, Varelli. But I think they're giving Smith the penalty. They might be grabbing somebody from Eisenhower now, too. Varelli really is the guy who should get a penalty there. They're going to give it to Gocha. This will not affect anything. We'll still play five on five. With just under three minutes to go now. 2.59 left in the third. Actually, I think had they gone four on four, that would have helped Marysville. Give their skaters a little more room. There's Thick. Left wing boards. He'll shovel it in behind the goal. LaValle trying to track it down and get it to Vernarski. It hopped over Vernarski's stick. Now Thick is tied up by Rogers. They still battle down in behind the Eisenhower goal. Vernarski trying to get a stick on it, but it's finally just calmly taken by Rogers. And then he nearly had his pocket picked by LaValle. Dockin has to circle back in behind his own goal. A lot of pressure here from Marysville, but again, they just can't get a clean swipe at it. Vernarski down in the corner. Plays it back on the right point. Politowitz tapped it right circle, but it'll be picked off by Dockin, and Dockin leads the three-man rush the other way. Dockin up the right side, and then he's taken out on a big hit by Wallace. Politowitz to Wallace, and play has been whistled down as the player Dockin is still slow to get up here. And we're down to 2.07 to go here in the third. Don't know if Marysville will pull the goalie down by three or not. Sure, what uh, Ron Churchill's philosophy is on that. Meantime, Dockin appears to be very wobbly here. He tried to get up and he went right back down. And the trainer is going to come out now. The ice has not been good tonight here. It's been very choppy. And I think. That Dockin was losing his balance when Wallace came over and hip-checked him, and he really went hard in along the boards. They're sending the players back over to their bench areas while they uh, work on uh, Dockin for Eisenhower with 2.07 to play here in the third. Marysville trails by a score of 5-2 to two in a hockey game where they probably deserve a little better faith, although I, I will say this, Eisenhower has been good here in the third period. I like the way they've played here. They've really picked up the uh, pace. And early on in the period, they uh, took the attack to Marysville. But when they were up 3-0, they were really kind of lucky to be up 3-0. First period, especially the first seven minutes of this hockey game, Marysville probably could have scored four goals or more. Those opportunities stopped, though. Eisenhower has settled in. But when... 
The Vikings got it back to 3-2 to two at the end of the second. I really thought they were going to come all the way back in this one. So give the Eagles credit. Whatever was said in the uh, intermission, they took it to heart, and they took the attack to Marysville, and now the Vikings, again, look to be just gassed. They look tired to me. This is their third game since Wednesday. They played Wednesday, Thursday, had yesterday off, and are playing tonight. And again, they played with 12 skaters on Thursday against PH. And uh, tonight, they've really shortened the bench. They've gone 3D all night long and basically two lines. They're still working on Doc, and they've removed his helmet. He's talking to people, but it's it's a knee or an ankle, I think. And uh, the way they're working on him, it doesn't appear to be good. Their rink attendance. I believe his parents, a coach for Eisenhower, and that must be the uh, athletic uh, trainer. So there are quite a few people trying to figure out what they want to do with uh, Greg Dockin, the downed Eagles player, who's been pretty solid for them uh, tonight. Zelenak has two goals. Hasu, and I don't think Hasu's played a shift since scoring a goal in the first period. Jeros and Hotchkiss, the other goal scorers for Eisenhower. And uh, Ben LaValle and Camden Smith have scored for Marysville. We have 2.07 to go in the third period. And... Uh, we are delayed now by what appears to be a fairly serious lower body injury to uh, Greg Dockin of the Eagles. He's a long ways away from me, down along the far boards in the Marysville zone, almost into the corner. Fortunately, there is a door right there if they... Uh, Need to uh, bring out a stretcher or anything. It does seem to be the lower body, his leg or his knee, some sort of injury like that. But he is not comfortable right now. He brought out a blanket to try and keep him warm there as he's laying on the ice. Just laying on his back, and they're not really letting him do too much. They'll always uh, be very cautious about any kind of an injury. They will uh, continue to uh, 
work on the uh, injured uh, player here for Eisenhower. While they do that, I'm just going to step out and take a quick break. There's 2.07 to go here in the third. It's 5-2 to two. Eisenhower leading Marysville here from Suburban Ice Arena on GetStuckOnSports.com. Hi, I'm David Boganum, the proud owner of St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. I was born and raised in the Blue Water area, as were many of my sales staff. Here at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we care about your personal experience. As a family-owned dealership, we know car buying can be very stressful. When you buy a car from us, we develop a relationship that lasts longer than the car buying experience. Whether it's our new or pre-owned sales, our award-winning service, parts or more, we are here to take care of you. So come say hello at the corner of Kearney and Fredmore Highway. No appointments needed when you come see your neighbors at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, back here at Suburban Ice Arena, and we are in an injury delay. They're not really doing anything with uh, Doc, and they're just trying to keep him comfortable, which makes me think that they've probably called for some uh, EMTs, and we're just waiting for them to uh, to get here. Uh, and again, I don't want to guess. I don't really know, but I'm wondering if maybe he broke his leg or something like that. But he, again, awful long ways away from me. He was in a great deal of discomfort. kind of calmed down right now. They put a, a blanket on him to keep him warm while we're waiting, but uh, this could be a little while longer here with docking. And now I do see that we've got some uh, EMTs here, and I've got a feeling they're going to have to get him on a backboard and then probably get a stretcher. And again, the only like fortunate thing out of all of this is he's right by 
an exit, so it won't be difficult getting him off the ice, or it shouldn't be difficult getting him off the ice. This is very unfortunate. You don't like to see anybody get hurt. And uh, Dawkin went crashing into the boards. Again, there was a, a big collision with Wallace, but there was nothing malicious on the play. There was no penalty coming or anything like that. It was just a hip check, and I just think Dockin had lost his balance right at the same time that the hit was coming. And he went heavy into the uh, boards. And again, everything that they seem to be doing, they seem to be doing the lower part of his body. So I don't think it's a head or neck injury. sure if they're trying to get his skates off again it's hard to tell because there's about eight people around him now both teams very patient uh, here nothing positive about the situation but Marysville is getting a long rest here and they have uh, played the heck out of uh, about 10 guys tonight and they're all getting a breather A delay now that's gone on for several minutes. And it might be several minutes more before they're able to uh, get Doc into a situation where they can get him out of here, and I presume he's going to go to a hospital. Now, they have not, again, I believe those are two EMTs down there, but they haven't brought out a stretcher or anything. The Viking players are closer to this than the Eisenhower players. The Eisenhower players are basically lined up at their own blue line, looking down at uh, their teammate to see what's going on. Eisenhower got two goals in the first, one in the second. Jumped out to a 3-0 lead. Marysville cut it to 3-2 by the end of the second period, but here in the third, Zelenik scored at 345, his second of the game and third of the year. Made it 4-2, and then the real big one was at 524 when the shot by Gochaw was tipped in by Hotchkiss, his fourth goal of the season. And that one made it 5-2, to two, and uh, that one made it difficult. Now, it could be Dawkins' dad, but it looks like they got his skates off. Now I see somebody coming out with the uh, orange board that I think they're going to try to get him on to. And now I think I see a stretcher by the doorway. I think they're going to try to get him on the orange board and see if they can carry him through the doorway and put him on the stretcher. They're not putting the stretcher out on the ice, at least not yet. 
weekend? I do not know. I am just guessing at this point. But I I think he may have broke his leg. So again, they uh it's been a long delay. We've been delayed here probably close to a half an hour now. And everybody being very patient, the uh players on both sides showing their concern right now. For Greg Dockin. The other part about this is that the people who are down there, and I'm pretty sure the two of them are the parents, nobody seems to be in a real panic, which, again, that's why I don't think it's like a head or a neck injury, and it seems like all the attention has been down by his knee or his ankle. And with everybody circled around, it's absolutely impossible to find out what they're doing. But they've taken his skates off. And now I'm, I'm guessing that they're trying, wherever the injury is, they're trying to stabilize that area so that they can move him. And that's the best that I can describe it for you, folks. I apologize for that. Again, an injury delay here with 2.07 to go in the third period, and Marysville trailing by a score of 5-2. to two. Again, it was after a collision with Trevor Wallace, but it was not a vicious or malicious play. There was no penalty coming up. One of our officials has gone to the dressing room because I see the two referees out there, but my linesman is missing now. In the meantime now, guys are starting to get a little edgy like they want to skate around or something they've been standing still for a long time I think they just slid the board under um, Dockin to maybe try to move him here but they're being very uh, cautious about it, and we don't blame them for that. So the medical bag is being taken off the ice, so that would indicate to me that they're getting ready to do something here.
I think they're getting the stretcher ready. I don't know if they're just going to keep it by the door or if they're going to actually bring that out onto the ice. And again, I'd be more descriptive and tell you more, but nothing's really happening right now. Now they are going to bring the stretcher out onto the ice. And they'll lower it down so that they can lift Dockin onto it. And they've got about six people to do this. Up he goes, and on he goes. And that went without a hitch. And now they are changing out one blanket for another. Definitely conscious. Again, all of those things are great signs that whatever happened here, he can get better from it. Now the Eisenhower coach who was down there is walking back towards his bench. or just making sure he's strapped in properly. Now they raise up the stretcher. I don't know if stretcher is the right word or the gurney, and now uh, both teams give the salute as they take Greg Dockin off the ice, and he gives a wave back to everybody and says, I'll be okay. Again, I don't know. I'm guessing that it's a broken leg. Now, are they going to start it right back up or are they going to let the guy skate around for a second? Looks like they're just going to start it right back up. Actually not sure where the faceoff is going to be, and I'm also not sure where the linesman has gone. The official's dressing room is down below my broadcast uh, point, and the door is open. So I'm assuming he went back to the locker room for something. I don't know if we're going to wait for him. Now they've shut the door, but the official hasn't come back out. Or maybe he had some place to go and he had to get out of here. That's a possibility, too. This uh, delay happened with 2.07 to go in the game about a half hour ago. Oh, no, here comes our linesman now. He's back. They'll give him the puck, and we'll get things restarted. The faceoff will be just outside the Viking line. And again, in all of this, Marysville got a lot of rest for their tired uh, group. And let's see what they can do. Lavalley will try to bring it up over the line. Here's Ben Lavalley working right circle. Got it back to the point to Lone. Lone will play it in back of the net now for Myers. 
Myers is tied up, but Lavalle will dig it loose. The net is empty. The Vikings have six attackers out on the ice. Lavalle working down in the left wing corner. Tapped it back on the left point to Wallace. He'll go right circle to Lone. Colin Lone with a shot and a save by Weber and no rebound. Boy, Weber has been really good with that tonight. Now 138 to go and a faceoff coming up to the left of the Eagles goaltender. Marysville has lifted the goalie for the sixth attacker. Thick will go in against Zelenik here on the faceoff. Thick tried to go forward with it. Epson ties up his man in the corner, but Vernarski got it loose to Thick. Thick triple teamed in behind the net. All kinds of Vikings wide open out in front if they can get this puck out, and Lavalley comes in to dig it free. Now Lavalley forced back out near the blue line. Looking, slides it right circle for Lone. Lone put it right out in front, and it hopped over Vernarski's stick. Wallace pinches in. He'll play it back into the corner. Vernarski bumps with Epson down low. Vernarski trying to force his way back to the front of the net. Feeds it back on the line to Colin Lone. Lone will go back to Vernarski in the right circle. Now Vernarski works back into the corner. He'll send it left wing corner to Lavalley. A minute to go here in the third. Now it's Vernarski again off to the side of that. Right out in front, and Wallace fanned on that one. Lavalley got over to hold it in on the left circle. All kinds of pressure here by Marysville, but no shots. And finally, it'll be clanked ahead and into the Eagles bench. And I think the faceoff will stay in the Eisenhower zone. Just 47 seconds to go now. And now I think Marysville is going to use their timeout. Again, they want to rest the guys that they did have out there, and it looks like Camden Smith is going to come on and replace somebody. They were working hard corner to corner. They just couldn't get anything through to the front to anybody who was open. And despite the pressure there, Weber didn't have to make a save. So we're down to 47 seconds. Camden Smith out, but Thick will take the draw. Smith got it back to the line, but it's broken up and played out center ice by Pfeffenberger, and now he'll fire for the empty net and score with 38 seconds to go. Pfeifenberger hits the empty net and makes it 6-2 for the Eagles, and that will put it to bed. First of the year for Pfeifenberger. The goal comes at 16-22. There's Lavalley the other way. Flipped one towards the net, and that'll be covered up by Weber. No rebound. Thirty-two seconds to go on the uh, Eagles uh, bench. Getting excited now for uh, what they anticipate is a win. Pfeifenberger will tap it back into the Viking zone. Doust got the assist. At 16-22 on the empty net goal. 
And now play has been whistled down right at the Marysville line with eight seconds to go on this one. A three-goal third period here by the Eagles after Marysville had made it a one-goal game. And at least here in the third, they were definitely the better team, but I don't know about the first two periods tonight, but they're going to improve to four, five, and one, and Marysville is going to drop to six and four. There's one last save made by Wynn, and the buzzer will sound to end the hockey game, and your final score will be six to two in favor of Eisenhower. Ben LaValle and Camden Smith scored for Marysville in the second period, but the Vikings were down 3-0 when they got those goals to make it 3-2. And then here in the third, Zelenik with his second of the game. Hotchkiss with the big goal on the deflection. And then uh, Quinn uh, Pfeifenberger scores into the empty net from Matt Daou at 16-22 to give the final Eisenhower 6, Marysville 2. Well, that's going to wrap it up here from Suburban Ice Arena. Hope you've enjoyed our Hockey Saturday three games for you, though it didn't turn out very well for the Blue Water area teams. Again, your final score, the Eisenhower Eagles 6, the Marysville Vikings 2. You've been listening to High School Hockey on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is Stuck on Sports.